From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul Agents led by Son of Call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin' watching Netflix How much time's gone by We're talking TV From Suits to Supernatural Talking TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black True Detective Bombed at Second Crack The Walking Dead Arrow and the Flash Get into Geek, this is DC TV, week number 19, it's a solo Legends of Tomorrow week. My name is Mitch, joining me, as always, for DC TV, Terry. Hello. Week number three now, I think, without Benjamin. We'll, we'll stop so. counting it after this, but, you know, it's it's worth noting that he's not here. So, there's that. <laughs> Whether it's a good or a <laughs> bad really thing, much thing much to say. <laughs> it's not for us to decide, but no doubt he's listening on his worldly adventures. He's just like, oh my God, please give me more podcasts of you guys to listen to. No <laughs> doubt. Absolutely. Hopefully he's keeping up to date and we'll uh, hear from him when he gets back and just do like a full seasonal wrap of all these shows. But yeah, this week, only, uh, only one episode because... Everyone just loves hiatuses in the back half of these uh, CWDC shows. But we've got Necromancing the Stone, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, You were a big fan of this title more than anything, which you said you don't even look at titles very often. No, but this one, um, because I was trying to work out what order everything was in, I just Mm. happened to see the title of this one. And for me, it's not just the Romancing the Stone part, but there's a book series that I read very long time ago called uh, Necroscope or Necromancer. Um, so for me, it was like, oh, there's it was a two-parter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so supernatural sort of stuff, well, very obviously. supernatural. Necromancer. Vampires and, yeah, all so sorts of things. I didn't read the title for once, I think. Well, you did do it. I didn't do it with, uh, with this episode. And then it started off and then you see that obviously Sarah is going to get taken over by this death totem and so it was I, I what i liked about it it was it was set up much more like a haunted house style way of telling this story more than most because as much as the the wave rider features in every episode we don't really see an entire episode set on the wave rider like we did with this one and yeah. it seems like it's about 10 times oh, ex- bigger in these sort of episodes except the the groundhog oh Day of course one. one a couple weeks ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just focused because it was all about Zari, but that's fine. Um, Wave Rider that was just seconds. The Zari episode. The Zari episode. Nothing to do with the Wave Rider. Fantastic. <laughs> Binge that season. Um, yeah. So we we said last week that we were worried that the whole Elvis thing, which was like good stuff in it, but overall kind of lame. Why did it exist? And did it just exist so that we could have the death totem? Like, did they just make up, hey, Elvis, and bringing people back to life, and blah blah blah. They just need the death totem. And so it was kind of filler in a way. And this one was not so much a filler because of the whole Sarah arc at the end and what she decides to go with. But in many respects, it was a filler episode because it doesn't have any great steps forward as far as the overall story goes for the season. Um, I But I did kind of... I did kind of like it as being a, this this weird horror, and I love I love demons and the way that they toy with people and the idea that no matter who they threw at uh, at Sarah when she was under the under the spell, basically she would appear in a certain way to torment them and and use yeah. their memories to plague on them. And even Wally, who's been like you know team member five thousand for the last couple of weeks because they're utilizing him properly, even he was 
no good because she started manipulating and with being being Jesse quick. Yeah. At first, I thought he wasn't going to fall for that. Mm. And then he did. Um, yeah. I think in a way I was a bit disappointed that he fell for it because yeah. he knew it was not her. Straight up, yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like buying into it. And I kind of, I was a bit disappointed with him for that. Yeah. Because <laughs> he had a real DNM with Sarah at that point. Yeah. Like, you know, or well, with, with Jesse. Like he said, oh, it's not you. I know that. But then proceeded to like, it's like he's had this conversation with, with Jesse in his mind over and over again for the last six to 12 months or whatever yeah. since they broke up. And he finally got to, Unleash that, but not on Jesse. And I'm like, is that really going to help you in the long run? Mm. Like, it's a demon. It's, it's not really Jesse still. Yeah. And then when they find him, like, oh, she used the anti speedster gun on him. And I'm like, oh, is that a thing? Like, I forget that we've had that because of um, Thrawn and in the last, um, the last series. Sure that you'd have that, but it just seemed like such a throwaway. Hey, yeah. she used the convenient weapon. Yeah. <laughs> and then never and mentioned it, it again. From? That's what I mean. Like, it's just it's in the back. They've never needed it again. Like. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I guess the, the one thing that you would have absolutely been thrilled with, and so was I, <laughs> you can say it, say his name. Constantine. Constantine, oh my God. Oh, there was something else that happened in that episode. That, that was better? I, I Yes. G- please go on. Did you not notice? Okay. What, the eyebrows? Can we cover oh, off the eyebrows oh, now? Eyebrows. I was watching, did it change? Did, no, there's okay. still- Big brown and bushy. Just big, like, real cut, like, definitive, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. super I, brown. Yeah, de- I definitely did notice it this time because yeah. I went looking for it. But I'm like, I don't know if there is, like, I think in my mind, you've been telling me for weeks, have a look at these eyebrows. They're so big. They're so brown. They're so bushy. And so when I finally looked at them, I'm like, maybe not that bad because I was expecting, like, some kind of animals growing in the face. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, God, it'd be just my luck that the week that I actually look at it is the week they that they don't have it anymore. As bad, yeah. Yeah. But but, was, okay. Well, that was my first work. Like, I wrote Legends, season three, episode 15, directly under that eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so it's right down the bottom of my notes because it happened right towards the end. But it was the best part of the episode because you know me, Doctor Who. Yes. Constantine, Constantine said, Dr. Woody, what's his face? And they all said, who? And he said... Exactly. Yeah. And I just like lost my shit and I'm yelling at the TV and like jumping up and down and yep. So I knew there must have been a reference in this somewhere. What is, what's Woody, what, what's... Well, because they made, he, by him saying Dr. Woody, what's his face, it made them all say who? Right, yeah. Doctor who? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I got it. No, I know. Well, that's why I assume, but I didn't know what I'm like, what am I missing? Because I just know they've said Doctor and who very close to each other. Terry's going to lose her mind. Yeah. And so he, um, Constantine was directly referencing yeah. Doctor Who, but didn't actually say Doctor Who. It was like Doctor, you know, what's his face? Is that the perfect sort of like equation equation for you when you've got Constantine in this show referencing Doctor Who, like two of your favourite things? Like- yes. And uh, and and Rip as well. Like yep. he, if, I think there was something that he did say a little while ago that I maybe read more into mm. it than it really was. But yeah, anyone who's probably British <laughs> so they are aware of the show so if we saw then- some like weird episode where you had Rip you had Constantine and you had Malcolm Merlin all in like stuck oh somewhere God, together yeah. oh, and and Laurel's mother because she's yeah. also from Doctor Who yeah I would I'd 
That'd be it. Yeah. You wouldn't have to watch any of these shows ever again. No. It's not, not Just bettering that. that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I liked having him around. And uh, again, I always reference that I watch these uh, well, occasionally with, with my wife. And uh, she she digs all those supernatural, the demons and the demonologists and all that sort of thing. We love those sort of movies and, and horror films and, and TV shows and whatnot. Uh, I don't think she would have seen a second of Constantine yet. So as much as she sort of only half pays attention to the show when it's on... I think the idea of this demonologist that's there and who's trying to exercise all the demons away would have thrown her like, this seems a little bit different for this show. And I really wanted to explain, no, no, he's got his own show and he's appearing in this and we should maybe watch this because Ben and you keep telling me to go back and rewatch all of Constantine because I stopped after four episodes as much as I liked it. So I like, I, 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 as much as it is a different sort of tone to this show usually... I just like how it cuts to a Constantine scene and it feels like a scene out of, I guess, his own TV show yep. where he is exactly the same character. He's performing it the same way. You know, He's got the salt on the ground, whatever you do when you're those kind of guys and you're drawing symbols down and he's saying spells and shit. And it was very much, yeah, his own, you know, another one of his episodes, which yeah, I which I really cool. dig. And I'm like, please, can you just, can we, can we keep you around for the rest of the season? Yeah. Because we're fighting a demon. Why do you keep having to leave? Aside from maybe the sexual sort of tension and whatnot, like and I, that was kind of fun. I mean, I think Ava was a little bit like too immature about it, but the idea that he's had sex with Sarah, she's just had sex with Sarah. Sarah mentions how it was only three weeks ago, and before they started going out yeah. and things, and and the fact that Constantine's such a free spirit that he doesn't give two shits if he makes anyone feel awkward. Like, I I love his inclusion. And I really wish they'd do it more. They should. Um just do a season two of Constantine well, and keep doing crossovers with that him. That would only make too much sense, yeah. Way too much sense. <laughs> now, Sarah turning, she was obviously the monster for this episode. And then at the end, you had Nora Dark in like the, the, the plane that she was stuck in, the, the Malus plane uh, or realm. And she's saying, look, it's only a matter of time. You know, it's your destiny to be part of us and, 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 and wear the death totem. Like, really? We've known her for about six years now. Is that that's been her destiny? Is to yep. get to the position where she meets you guys and Malice? I don't buy that. But I thought for a second at the end, because we know we're only about four or five episodes away from the uh, from the last episode, would they have maybe turned? Were they going to turn her and have her be bad for a couple of episodes? As if, oh no, they've claimed our captain and she's now against us and, and that's also part of the mission, stopping the dark, stopping Malus, but also rescuing Sarah. Yeah. So I was a bit 50-50 then. I, I honestly didn't know whether she was going to go, whether she was going to turn. But then when Ava sort of, you know, convinced her and and, and Sarah, you know, said, no, a life with no regret and, and misery, you know, is no, is no life, it's no experiences and blah, blah, blah. Like I bought that too, but... I don't know. What, what? What? Did you have any idea that they were? I'm sorry. Did you have any naivety like I did that maybe they were going to? I think Turner for a for a little bit there. Yeah, I thought um, that that is what was going to happen. And yeah. I'm, to be honest, I'm glad it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then, in a way, it would have been another one of those predictability things. Yeah. You know, because oh, you know, Sarah's always had that darkness in her, particularly mm. because she died and came back and. Um, so I'm glad it didn't happen, but yeah, it definitely looked like that's where they were going. Yeah. I think I'm the same boat as you actually. Like I thought, wow, they're going to do this. And as soon as they didn't, I was like, God, thank God. Actually, yeah. like, even though I didn't know what might've happened, it was just like, you know what? Maybe you would have bitten off more than you can chew. These shows occasionally swing for the fences and they strike out. So yep. 
maybe it would have been a step too far. Um, yeah, how do you feel about that? That it, it's so easily for her to fall into that darkness. Just be, she's like, no, that's the real me. That was the real me being the monster. I'm like, well, it kind of wasn't, but yeah, that that annoyed me. Yeah, but again, I think it's the writers not really knowing how to explain how it took her over so quickly. Mm, mm. So they're just like, oh, we'll just make it. You know, she's yeah. always like that. Remember, she was she... an assassin. I'm like, yeah, but she was never like all the way bad because she she turned good quote unquote yeah pretty easily back in the arrow days you know yep. she's always had those connections and, and she was only killing bad people wasn't she well as far as we know yeah 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 so... that's sort of how the league seemed to work they are they are kind of bad guys but they were also only killing bad guys as well so they're dexters yeah exactly ninja dexters <laughs> ninja De- wow <laughs> there's a spin <laughs> <laughs> um, the other bit I, I took away from her was when she broke up with Ava and she described it as being the happiest she's ever been in her life. Yeah. So then why would you end that? Well, not even that for me. For me, it was like, really? Like, you've only really been together for a... Okay, even if five these... Five minutes. Five minutes, really. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, five minutes. Yeah. And then beyond that, we've seen you pine over the great love, Nisa Al Ghul... For seasons of Arrow, it just kept popping up that you guys were so in love. Yep. That's what saved you from wanting to, like, I guess, end your life. You know, when you got rescued by the, uh, off the island by the League, and then they're forcing you into this life that she didn't want, but she fell in love with Nisa Al Ghul, and then kept coming back. You know, Nisa kept showing up. Where is my great love? Where is Sarah? You know, and then wanted to go after the people that were that that you know killed sarah that was it was such a it's an ongoing thing for both of those characters and then also obviously she was in love with ollie for for the longest amount of time yeah and then for five minutes she kind of has a thing for ava and like hardly ever sees her and it's like oh by the way this really hurts because this is the happiest i've ever felt in my life and i just thought no it's not (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't believe that for a second and when you are that happy you don't and what makes you that happy either. Mm. It was a little bit... It was a, it was very cliche in a yeah. way. It was... Yeah. I actually thought too, maybe they were going... Like, even though Ava argued against it, Sarah said, no, we have to do this. And then Ava left. You know, she went through her little portal, basically, back to the time bureau. And then Sarah turned around and went to say something. And I'm like, there's still a couple of minutes left in the episode. I wonder whether they've gone through this to let Sarah exercise that from herself and then actually make up with Ava at the same time, you know, come to the same realization that she did with Nora is like, I would love a life with no regret and no misery and all that, but it's what makes me me. And so the idea that she would rather be with Ava with the risk of everything happening than have no Ava at all. So as much as I don't believe it's happy as she's ever been, I kind of got a little bit disappointed that she didn't go back on her word at the same time. But I mean, there's still a couple of episodes to go. Yep. Maybe that just means Ava dies. I don't know. Or <laughs> they get back together and happily ever after until next season. Uh, look, you love Constantine. I yep. love Rory. Oh, actually, I wrote a note about Rory. Yeah. Are they making her hit her? with the hell? <laughs> Are they making him just more drunk than usual? Like, yeah. He, I don't know. The last few weeks, it's just all he does is just drinks more and eats. eats more, yep. and he has really a nothing role in the team. No, he's, got nothing, he's had nothing to do for, well, at least since the show came back. Yeah, but and even the throwaway, like, throwaway lines are usually funny. Mm. They haven't been very funny, and yeah. he's just 
Yeah. It feels like the scenes are being written with, you know, the likes of Zari, with Nate, with Sarah, with Ray, and then at the end they're like, How do we how do we get out of this? Yeah. And like, oh yeah, uh, and Rory's there too. And they just have him write a line. You know, if you're reading the script you wouldn't even know that he's there. Yeah. And then he says something stupid and then and cut to scene. Drink. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it feels like. Yeah, it's like there's not a lot of and I say thought. <laughs> for lack of a better word, but put into those lines because sometimes they are kind of funny. Uh, most of the time, they're a lot... Well, all the time, they're a lot better than what they have been recently. Um, but yeah, he's just had nothing to do. I'm actually starting to feel for, for the actor a little bit that he's literally just showing up and he's drinking water out of a beer bottle <laughs> and pretending to eat the same sandwich over again. Yeah. So the idea of him boasting the fire, fire totem is kind of fun. I don't know what that means for him ongoing. Um, you know, now rather than having a gun, he which broke in this episode. Did it? Is that? Did it kind of work out well? Did his gun break in the fight when he's trying to stop Sarah? Oh yeah, because Sarah then, broke it. Yeah, and then he yes. got fire powers anyway. So it's like, okay, well, I really lost nothing. If anything, yeah. I've gained a lot, obviously. Yeah. But is he just now? That's just going to be the way that he shoots fire instead of out of gun. It's out of his hands, and yeah. otherwise, he's the same character because. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want that. Like, as much as yeah, he will be accused of being this two-dimensional nothing character that's never had anything to do, he's certainly been better than what he is at the moment. I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of feeling sorry for him at the moment. He's just, he's he's furniture. <laughs> which sucks. He's so much better than that. Alcoholic furniture. Yeah. He's probably had nothing to do since Wentworth I Miller know. left. Yeah. Even though that wasn't the Wentworth Miller character that he knew. That wasn't the Captain Cold that he knew. Yeah. They still had a really great chemistry. I mean, obviously, they've been working together with the actors for like 14 years, on yeah. and off. But... Yeah, I just felt like let him do something. But hey, maybe next week. Now that he's got powers, he might have something to do. Maybe. Maybe. We won't know. <laughs> yeah. You don't sound like you're holding a lot of optimism about that. No. And I cannot blame you. I just thought of a couple of things that you were t- but I can't even mention those yet because I have God ahead. damn it. Um, now, one thing that um, my husband, Jason, mentioned, and normally we take the piss out of Jason a fair bit, <laughs> but this time he... He actually had a point. Um, so the very first time we were introduced to um, Mollus within Nora mm. was at the pretend non-jitters cafe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think Mollus had taken her over and then either he touched or Zari touched. I think Zari touched. Yeah, her, yeah because... And then he kind of freaked out yeah. and was scared and said, oh, you're one of the six. Mm. So... Jason pointed out that if Mollus is afraid of a totem bearer, mm. shouldn't he then, like, as soon as, um, what's her face, Sarah puts the totem on, mm. then Mollus should theoretically not be able to go through her. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I hadn't thought about it until now, but may, for me it was, I guess it's more like she only put it on because he was through... Her and I get maybe I don't know maybe he has to corrupt the people beforehand like Zara he's never her, had anything to do with, but yeah I mean now is he is he petrified now of of Rory yeah and I started thinking I'm like oh hang on you know Zara's got one and obviously Amaya's and lost hers Nora but had one on for a while too, yeah but Mollus was still coming through her yeah so yeah. then what was the point of him being afraid of Zari that particular mm. episode mm. unless that was just a you know. Well, I guess up until that that point, we didn't know that the the totems were going to be a thing against him. Really, like we knew Dark was after them. Yeah. 
Uh, we knew Zari had one. Amaya had one. Kawasa obviously has got one floating around, but it's sort of just been like almost the subplot that there are these people out there. It wasn't yeah. really until there that young Nora turned around and looked at Zari and said, you're one of the six as Malice. And she's like, oh, shit. These are going to play into him. And then I guess since then it's become like a bit of a, well, no, duh. Like, of course, yeah. they've got to do with him. And we're finding out that they're sort of the key to beating him, but they're also the key to unleashing him from his prison. Like, they're trying to fuck up time so that... It sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Does it remind you of a big movie blockbuster that we've seen look, recently? I don't, know. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> Matthew Gibson. I don't know what... <laughs> Oh, has he commented on No, that? he hasn't, but I can oh, imagine okay. he would, yeah. Well, no, I honestly started thinking that when, when Rory got the powers. I'm like, well, hang on, you've got now two of the people currently now on the ship have powers. Yeah. If Amaya gets hers back, you've got three. And that's sort of Amaya's thing. It's sort of Zari's thing. Rory's thing obviously was fire. Now he's wearing the fire. Um, if, if Sarah, if she really is the personification of death, bullshit, 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 but she manages to manifest the death totem without going full dark side... And then there's, you know, two others. Or maybe, you know, just Kawasa come to their side, then there's one more. And I'm like, is this what the legends have always been about? Have we been waiting three seasons to get to the point where these are people that have all have these ancient sort of, you know, six element, you know, uh type powers and we've just been waiting to, to get to this point. Yeah. Um How many legends are there? That's why I started doing the math, you yeah. know, and thinking, well, hang on, well, what would Ray's be? What would his, you know, particular totem be and all that sort of thing? But I think that they would still outnumber them, but, you know, you might have one that's willing to share. You know, maybe Nate doesn't need it because his girlfriend's got one. I'm not too sure. Well, so. he wouldn't need one because well, he's he a speedster. Yeah, he's got the he speed can... force totem. Um, you know, he doesn't need it. He's already got some other supernatural force. It's just like, if yeah, if you're if you're a superhero in this world, get yourself a supernatural, uh, 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 otherworldly thing attached to you like it seems like everyone's got a gimmick in fucking legends of tomorrow but i want a telekinesis totem yeah <laughs> they all actually you know what telekinesis almost seems to come like as a as like a side effect of, of half these things yeah. yeah doesn't matter what kind of power you've got everyone's got the power to use the force yeah somehow <laughs> which is cool like oh super speed and can move things with my mind sweet um not that he could do that, but whatever. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah, you're right. Just just, just solely that sort of thing. I think if I had a superpower, that would be it, but it'd also be my undoing. Like, imagine how lazy you would be if you could move things with your mind or teleport. Yeah. I'd be the fattest human on the in the planet. <laughs> if I could just, like, yeah, I don't have to get up. I don't have to get up. Even just walk to the fridge to get well, myself a chocolate. The thing I'd is... Teleport my arm through a wormhole. You could speed your heart up. Whenever you wanted to. So instead of like running a treadmill or whatever, because yeah. obviously to lose weight, you need to um, increase your heart rate. Just sit at the desk and just <laughs> increase your heart rate with your mind. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just force all your muscles just to sit there and like vibrate while you're watching TV. Exactly. Force the sweat out of your body. We're under something here. <laughs> Lazy superheroes. It's like, what's your power? What do you do? Are you a vigilante? Nah, nah. I'm just, just sit at home and use it to better myself. I've got a six pack though, so... That's fine. Um, Constantine playing D and D at the end. Yeah, that's a bit of that fun. That was cool. Yeah, I thought that was that was very fun. Yeah, because you know, shit, I hate Gary. Is he somebody? I hope not. Because the more I see him, the more I, I feel like I've seen him in something, and he yeah. was like a psycho. I need to look that up. Yeah, I believe that. Do you remember at the beginning? And I didn't like this. They went back. 
I don't know where they were, but someone, I don't even remember who it was, but someone said the Mona Lisa was actually Da Vinci mm. in drag. Mm. Why? Why even go there? What was the point of that? Is that... It was such a specific line yeah. as well. It was like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I liked about those sort of, you know, pre-credit missions almost in a way was... Sarah's just barking orders. You go to this, you go to this, you go to this. You know, we're trying to like limit the amount of anachronisms out there because time's literally falling apart. And they go off and do three, like, you know, rescue Einstein from the Ice Age or something and go do this with uh, with Michelangelo or uh, go do this with uh, Leonardo. And I'm like, every week you go on a mission and it goes to shit every, every time. time. I never get the feeling that you do missions in between episodes. Yeah. Yet at the start of this episode, clearly the episode's going to be on the ship and it's like well, we better get them doing something to fix these anachronisms because we keep reminding you every week how drastically important they are and they just go and do three like incident free as like two men two men yep. teams two person teams no worries in the world as soon as they get all six of them together like we really need to do this and create no problems well the Berlin Wall comes down because a spaceship crashes into it and they never fix it or mention it again <laughs> it's like you can do it you can do it guys why don't you do it shits me whatever <laughs> Well, that'll be our week uh, 19, Legends, episode 15, um, Necromancing the Stone. Look, good good title. Good fun. I get it. Uh, next week, I, Ava. Don't know what that means, but uh, we'll be talking about that. And a second show, because finally Arrow, after a few weeks, is back. And uh, that'll be the... Um, actually, well, now that I look ahead at the title of the episode, it's kind of funny that you were there comparing the six totems and how that's the end game of the bad guy in Legends and how that sounds very similar to a blockbuster movie that was out recently, also in the comic book genre. Arrow's episode title next week is the Thanatos Guild. Maybe it's pronounced differently, but T-H-A-N-A-T-O-S. Almost the Thanos (laughs) Guild. Anyway, Maddie, yeah. big shout out to you, buddy. I'm sure you're still enjoying that. So we'll be back next week talking week 20 of DCTV. Best and worst this week was Legends and uh, our rankings. Legends wins <laughs> this week. Yay! So we we'll, Doctor Who mentioned. <laughs> well, that would have got it over the line Sky for you anyway. It. Let's be totally honest. Yes. No questions in the world. Okay, we'll be back next week to talk more DCTV. Catch up with all things Get Into Geek. Until then, we'll see ya. Bye. Bye. GetIntoGeek.com